Hello, Scaling Up Nation. Trace Blackmore here, the host of Scaling Up H2O. And Nation, this is an exciting show for me. This is a Pinks and Blues episode, and we always do Pinks and Blues episode, normally opposite whenever I interview somebody on the following week. And Pinks and Blues are always questions that come straight from you, the Scaling Up Nation. I ask you each and every week to ask me questions, things you want me to talk about. And I've even themed shows around those questions before. And that's what we're going to do today. Today, all these questions were geared around how I do things. They were specifically for me. And people wanted to know how I did certain things, how I got certain things done. And then I've also added some information in there that I've learned by talking with members of the Scaling Up Nation that I think we all need help with. So this is going to be a really fun Pinks and Blues episode. So I'm going to start out with saying people ask me all the time about how I get things done. So we're going to talk about that. I've actually got some services that I'm excited to offer around that. Other questions people have asked me is, what do I do as far as discipline with keeping a calendar and things like that? So uh, no question was off limits here. I just themed them all around questions about things that I do so I can share them with you. And I want to start out by saying the reason I know the things that I know The reason that I am able to perform at the level that I perform at is because people have invested in me. And I just can't thank enough all the people that have given me their time to teach me something, to write a book that I've read, or just answered my questions. Folks, there's so many people out there that are like that, that will share that information freely. We just have to be open to those people, and we might have to actually ask them those questions. Well, there's so many people out there. You've met many of them on this show that I consider mentors. But folks, if you are not allowing people to invest in you, you are missing out on a great opportunity. And that's one of the things that I hope that this show brings to you. The things that we're sharing on this show, I hope you're able to take that and you're able to do something with it. So this first question wasn't directly asked to me, but it was something that has come up in several conversations that I've had with people. Now, I think all of you know now that I am hosting a mastermind group called the Rising Tide Mastermind. And folks, if you're wondering what that is, that is a group of 10 individuals that we get together each and every week. So we have several groups of 10. And during a weekly call, we talk about current events, we talk about things that we need help with, and then we have a very specific way that we process issues. We learn how to ask better questions, and then we learn how to give better advice because we're learning how to ask questions more effectively. And then we hold each other accountable that we're going to get things done that we tell the group that we're going to get done. In addition to that, I also provide one-to-ones, which is basically one of the members gets together with me and we talk about anything that they want to talk about. And one topic that has come up more and more is the topic of money. 
And oh, I was very fortunate that my first career, and I say it was a career, I did it for maybe four years, I was running from water treatment when I first got out of college and I went into the financial industry. Folks, and I gotta tell you, the best sales training I ever had came out of that experience, but it also really taught me about the value of money. As I was trying to teach that to other people, I had to learn about it myself. I was also very fortunate that my grandfather was always very respectful of money. And I remember when I was very young, I don't remember how old I was, but he and my grandmother came to visit and my grandfather loved to read the paper and look at stocks. And I was curious at what he was doing and he shared with me how stocks worked in a way that maybe a 10 year old can understand. But I remember what he had me do was he had me pick out a stock from a particular list. And my job was to track that so when we talked on the phone the next time, we were able to talk about what was going on with that stock. Now, keep in mind, a 10-year-old does not know that much about stocks, but it got me interested. And because it got me interested, I wanted to learn more. And as I got older, I continued to learn, and it truly taught me the value of money. Now, why do I bring this up? This is a water treatment show. Why are we talking about money? Well, when I talk with young people, I get the feeling that many don't understand money and they maybe think that people are going to take care of them when they get older. And I hope that's true. I hope that there are programs out there that take care of us. But folks, the way things are going, we can't count on that. We can hope for it, but we cannot count on it. So I want to talk a little bit about what I feel every listener out there should be doing, which is saving for their future. But I'm going to do it from the perspective of the young people that I talk with that I feel need a little bit of encouragement to save money for themselves. And the reason I say that I've heard so many younger people, and I'm talking about more the millennial generation, that don't save money because they fear that it's locked up and now they're putting their money in prison and they can't get to it. So I want to talk about a specific tool that I think everybody out there in the Scaling Up Nation that's in the United States needs to take advantage of, and it is a Roth IRA. You can talk with any financial advisor, mention the word Roth, R-O-T-H, and they will know exactly what you are talking about. And I want to make sure you understand what that is because there's also a traditional IRA. And I want to speak specifically to the people out there that think if they save their money, they're going to lock their money up. So here's how an IRA works. You put money into it and it gets to grow and then you get to take it out. Now, the taxes are where it gets a little bit more complicated. So a Roth IRA, you put after-taxed money into the Roth IRA. A traditional IRA, you put pre-tax dollars into the IRA. All right, so let's talk about the issue that I brought up where people say it's locking my money up. So in a traditional IRA, yeah, you're kind of right about that. You're getting the benefit of putting pre-tax dollars in. So the government says, you know what? If you take this money out, we want to set this program up to encourage you to keep it in there. So if you take it out before, I believe, the age is 59 and a half, we're going to penalize you for that. And basically, there's a penalty, and it also becomes part of your income. So now let's talk about the Roth IRA. And this is what I think every individual out there needs to have. You're going to put money that you've already been taxed on. And then 
it grows tax-free. And you guys get to take the contributions out whenever you want. So your contributions are not locked up like other vehicles. Now your earnings, interest that's earned on that money, those will be taxed if you take that out. So now you might be thinking, okay, Trace, this is great. Where are you going with this? This isn't very exciting. Here's where I want to go with this. An individual that's 25 years old, if they start investing $100 a month, and I'm going to use this number because I don't think it's too terribly unrealistic, but I I think it's a little high. I'm going to say 12% annual return because I really like the number it gets me when I do the compound interest. So that 25-year-old is investing $100 a month for 40 years at 12% annual return. Well, when they retire at 65, they will have over a million dollars in that account. Now, let's just say that somebody did not start investing as early as that 25-year-old, and they waited until they were 35 years old, so a 10-year difference. Well, the same thing, 10% for now 10 years less when that person's 65 years old, that IRA will only be around $300,000. Folks, imagine that 10 years when you are young and you think, I can't afford to start saving, that is going to give you $700,000 in that vehicle. So I want to urge every individual out there to start saving for yourself because that example shows you what compounding interest will do. Now, you're probably saying, Trace, $100 a month? I don't have $100 a month. Well, folks, I know there are a bunch of people out there that love to go to Starbucks. You're paying about $5 for a cup of coffee. If you just make coffee at home, there's your $100 a month. I urge you to find what habits you have and change them just slightly so you can start investing in yourself. Now, the other thing I brought up is the 12% annual return. That's a little higher than the market average, but I love that that's just such a great example of how compounding interest works. So let's look at some other rates. If it was a 10% rate of return, which is actually pretty average, I think the market has averaged about 95 9.8% since inception. So let's Let's just say it's a 10% rate of return. The 25-year-old that starts today, that account will be worth $584,000. Now, if they wait until they're 35, that account's only going to be worth $217,000. Let's look at 8%. 8%, the 25-year-old waiting till 65 at $100 a month, $335,000. Waiting 10 years to start until you're 35, $146,000. Folks, you can't afford not to start today. And then let's just go with a really low rate of return at 6%. The 25-year-old will have $196,000, and the 35-year-old at the end doing $100 a month until 65 will have 100 thousand dollars. You see that this is the best time to do it is today. So you might not know how to do it. Talk to any financial advisor. You can go to a bank. I would advise that somebody that you trust 
talk to them and say, hey, how do I do something like this? And they will help you. Remember, don't be afraid to ask people for help because people like helping other people. And it's my hope this helps you with some of your finances. Another question that I would like to answer, and this came from the Scaling Up Nation, is many of you have seen my calendar and you've asked me to do something and you see how busy I am. So I'm going to have a lot of tips for you with how busy people get things done. And folks, I'm just like you. I've just spent time with people who have been successful and I've asked them what they do so they can continue to be successful. And some of the things that they've taught me, I've been able to use in my day to day. So when it comes to a calendar, there are a lot of people out there that keep everything inside their head. Folks, there is too much going on in the field of water treatment for us not to have a tool to rely on. A tool could be your phone. There are so many things that your phone will do. Just the stock apps that come with the phone will allow you to be very efficient. So if you are not keeping a calendar, I urge you to start doing that. But most people don't know how to keep a calendar. The first thing you have to do is you have to be committed that anything that you commit to, somebody asks you to be somewhere at a specific time, you have to promise yourself and get in the habit that you're going to always write that in your calendar. That might be awkward for the first week or so, but once you continue to do that, I promise it's going to become second nature. And now you are not going to forget things because you're in the habit of putting everything in your calendar. Now you're going to be able to use that as a tool. You won't forget anything. Now, for those things out there that don't necessarily have a specific moment in time that you've committed to somebody, I like to call those tasks. And tasks are things that need to be done, and they probably have a due date that they need to be done by, but they don't have to be done at 10 o'clock next Wednesday. So those tasks are what you're going to do in between appointments. And folks, the regular apps that come loaded on Apple or a Samsung phone, those work very well. They will allow you to put calendar appointments in as well as those tasks in just out of the box. Now, if you have Outlook, I think Outlook is a tremendous tool, and I urge you to watch a couple of videos on how people use Outlook because that, by far, in my opinion, is the best organizational tool that is out there, and I've been using that for years. So, Take advantage of what you have in your pockets and use that. Something that I want to share with people that I've learned, uh, people have taught this to me, is time blocking. So when I'm back in my office and I now need to work on something, I will select a specific range of time that all I'm doing is either working on all those tasks I mentioned or I'm working on a specific task. And that's all I'm doing. I'm not checking email. In fact, folks, if you are checking email every time you get an alert, I promise that is taking your mind off where it should be. Turn all your alerts off and use your calendar to remind you to check your texts every hour, to check your voicemail every hour. The issue we have is we get caught up in things that are flying as notifications up in our face and we can't get 
things done. I promise you, just scheduling the time you're going to check your devices, your email, all that stuff, that will give you hours back during your week. But what I'm talking about now is time blocking. So that is just an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever it is that you are working on a task. What I've learned from another individual is I'll actually theme those time blocks. So if I have specific tasks I'm working on, they're all flowing from a general theme and that allows me to work on them more efficiently. But I would say the number one tip I want you to take away from this is that most people don't keep a plan, i.e. a calendar. So if this sounds like you, just for the next couple of weeks, promise yourself that everything that you commit to doing is going in your calendar. That will allow you to start to learn the tool that you have, whether you use Outlook or whether you use something that's already on your phone and just commit to using that. Just that will make you so much more productive. And I promise at the end of the day, you won't feel like, oh my gosh, what did I forget to do? What a horrible feeling to end the day with. Folks, since we're talking about keeping a calendar, I wanna let you know a secret of mine. And it's a secret that one of my successful friends shared with me and encouraged me to start using, and I was not comfortable using the tool that he described to me. And for the longest time, I did not take advantage of it. And eventually, we had a conversation, and he convinced me that it was a tool that I needed to use. So what's the tool that I'm talking about? Well, it's people. It's using somebody else to help do the things that we need to get done but we don't necessarily have to do them. Specifically, I'm talking about a virtual assistant. A virtual assistant is somebody that works remotely to help do tasks that you delegate to them so you can stay more productive because you're working on higher level things that nobody else but you can do. So here's how the conversation went. I was literally drowning with all the stuff that I had to do. And my friend, you've heard him on the show before, his name is Charlie Cicchetti, uh, and Charlie does green building certifications. Well, Charlie saw me, he was in a group that I go to every month, uh, business owners, and Charlie saw that I had so much going on and I was just getting stressed out. And he told me that he was using virtual assistants. And I didn't know anything about that. So I asked him a couple of questions, and he was just telling me how much it helped him. And what he told me sounded awesome, but there was also a lot of fear in the back of my head. Oh my gosh, I don't even know how to train a person to do the things that I do. I don't have the time to do the things that I'm doing right now, so how am I going to have time to train that person? And because of that, I listened to Charlie, but I really didn't act on it. So another meeting came by and the same conversation came and it went that way for several months. And Charlie just came up to me and he said, you know, you're a friend of mine and I know you're struggling with all the things that you're doing and you can't get them all done. I know that this can help you. And I just came out and I told him this time, I said, well, Charlie, I figured it would take me about six times that I could do something myself and get it done. In the same time, it would take me to train somebody on how to do it. And Charlie just laughed at me. I was like, why is he laughing at me? And he said, well, Trace, you finally got my point. And I was thinking, what is he talking about? 
And Charlie said, my point is, you're not going to have to do it the seventh time. And folks, if that did not light a light bulb inside my head, I mean, that was just beautifully said. And I decided to start working with a personal assistant. I learned how to delegate things. I learned how to make sure that we had expectations on both sides that we could work with each other in. And folks, I've been doing that for years. I have several virtual assistants that help me out, and it is just fantastic. I am able to stay at a higher level of things that only I can do, and now I'm able to get those high-level things done because the other items, a lot of things that have to be done each and every week the same way, I don't have to do anymore because people now know how to do them. Now, I still keep metrics to make sure that people report back to me so I know these things are getting done. But I tell you, that was some advice that Charlie gave me that has helped me more than I could ever imagine. So what I have done, I have put together a program to help water treatment professionals use virtual assistants. Now, you might be thinking, I don't know how to get started. I'm scared that I don't know how to interact with this person. I don't know what access to give them as far as work that we're going back and forth with. I don't know what to delegate to them. All of these things, folks, I have experienced them myself, and we have created a program that allows you to onboard a virtual assistant that understands water treatment, the virtual assistant that can start doing things that you don't necessarily need to do so you can work on higher level stuff. If this is something that you would like to explore further, I urge you to go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash VA. That's VA as in virtual assistant. It has totally changed how I am able to get my day-to-day done and has definitely made me more effective at everything that I do. I've also received a bunch of questions around the Mastermind. I've been advertising the Mastermind since last November, and I'm so fortunate that people have reached out to me and told me that this sounded like something that they were interested in. We've got two full groups. We've got waiting lists for two more groups, and we are just helping each other figure out what our issues are, and now how can we tackle those more effectively and hold each other accountable that we can get those done. And I mentioned earlier that that includes a one-to-one with me. One of the things that somebody told me a really long time ago was if you're not increasing your knowledge and specifically taking the time to read other people are going to pass you. So one of the things we do in the mastermind is we read a book a quarter, books that are designed to get us further faster, but it's not just reading the book. We digest those books together. We ask each other what questions we have on those, and we even go further with some worksheets to make sure we understand the concepts so we can apply those in our day-to-day lives. We also do a live event. Folks, this is so much fun. Everybody comes here to Atlanta. The fees of the mastermind cover everything. And we have workshops, we have speakers, and we leave that live event 
so energized to tackle everything that we need to get done. It has just been so much fun with the mastermind. So people have asked me what it's like to join a mastermind. Well, I hope I told you a little bit about what the mastermind is like, but we meet every Tuesday for just an hour. And I know you're thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot take the time to meet an hour each and every week. Well, I'm willing to bet you can ask anybody that is a member of the Rising Tide Mastermind and they will tell you, you got it all wrong. You can't afford not to spend that hour because that one hour that you're spending with the Mastermind makes every other hour in that week more productive. Folks, I've been a member of a mastermind group for coming on nine years. I wouldn't do that if it wasn't effective. In fact, I got the idea for this podcast from my personal mastermind group. So I've had such good success being a member of the mastermind, and I see so many water treatment professionals that are struggling getting to the next level. I wanted to bring something that has been so successful into an area that I love so much. So that's why I started the Rising Tide Mastermind. If this is something that you think is right for you, I'd love to have a conversation with you about it. The first step is going to scalinguph2o.com forward slash mastermind. There's some information about the Rising Tide Mastermind there, and then you fill out an application. Once you do that, if you feel it's right for you, we can schedule a call and you can ask me all the questions that you like. Folks, it's one of my favorite things to do each and every week, and I can tell you that we are moving the needle for several individuals. It is just a lot of fun. So members have been asking me about that. I wanted to share with the Scaling Up Nation a little bit more. Uh, Another question somebody had asked me was, would I consider bringing somebody on the show to specifically talk about the mastermind? So uh, that seemed like a good idea to me. So I'm working on that. But I wanted to give you something before I recorded an individual talking about the mastermind just to answer that question. So I hope that helped. Now, on numerous shows, you have heard me talk about business operating systems. We've talked a lot about the entrepreneurial operating system. We've talked about the 12-week year system of keeping a calendar and a schedule. We've talked about the seven habits of highly effective people. We've talked about five dysfunctions of a team. We've talked about the advantage. We've talked about so many different programs that I've used in my team to help make us a more effective team. And I've had a lot of people ask me, what exactly are these things? How do I get started? And people have asked me, can you help me get started? And I have been very fortunate that I've worked with several companies helping them use some of these tools so they can be more effective with their companies. I mean, just imagine how many times have you worked with somebody or some group of people in your company and it didn't seem like everybody was rowing in the right direction. Well, that's what this is designed to help you with. So it's all around leadership and it's got to start with a leadership team. So for all of you out there, whether you own a business or you're working within a business, I'm going to ask you, do you have a leadership team? And if you do, How effective is your leadership team and how do you know 
that they're effective or not? What are you actually using to measure that? Well, what I am now starting to do for water treatment companies is work with leadership teams to help them be more disciplined in getting things done, to give them consistency, focus, ownership, accountability, and just simple planning to help them get what they need done, done effectively throughout their company and then be able to recreate that so they don't have to keep reinventing the wheel and communicating that to all levels of their company. Just imagine if we were all on a boat and we were rowing in opposite directions. We're not going anywhere no matter how hard we work. Well, that's what this program is designed to do is to get everybody in your organization rowing in the same direction. So now you can use your processes and procedures and all the things that you have in place to get you where you know your company needs to go. So if this sounds like something that you need help with, I would love to help you. You can go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash leadership and you can find out more about that. Now, for those of you that want to find out more, just go through the library of past episodes and you can find a ton of different resources that we've used here to help us. But if you need a little bit more help, I would love to help you. And again, go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash leadership. I mentioned this before that somebody gave me advice a while ago that if I don't keep up with other people as far as the knowledge that I am taking in, other people are going to pass me. And he told me that I need to make sure that I am reading to keep my mind sharp. Now, that person was my grandfather, and he was an avid reader. He had a stroke when he was 91 years old, and he lost the ability to read. And he did everything that he could to retrain his brain because he loved to read and he wanted to get back there. I tell you, he is my hero. He passed away six years later, and an incredible guy and a role model for me, and it really showed me how important reading was. Now, as a water treater, we don't have a lot of time to read. So what I have found, and I know you've heard me talk about it before, is Audible. Audible can play in the car while we're going from account to account, and it will read the books to us. It's got a lot of tools that allows us to take notes from, to actually stamp it so we can go back and re-listen to things. We can even speed up or slow down the rate and the person is reading to us. I can't say enough good things about Audible. So if you are thinking about trying Audible, go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash Audible. I can get you a free book and a free month, and I know that you are going to love that tool. I also know that if you are not reading, you're not keeping your mind sharp, you're not learning new things, and as my grandfather taught me, people are going to pass you by. 
Nation, as I mentioned, this show is themed with questions that people have asked me on how I get things done. And what I'm trying to do is share some tools so I can make it easier for you to use the same tools that have been helping me. And one of the questions that several people have asked is, how do I get so many things done? And I've shared with you, I don't do it alone. I use individuals to help me do tasks that they're probably more effective of doing than I am that I have people help me with giving me information and tips that they know from their experiences that I've not necessarily had. And I put myself in those environments and it might be a mastermind group or going to different events. I wanna make sure that I surround myself with people that can help me get to the next level. But something that I have learned is having somebody there to help hold you accountable is a real game changer. So do you have an accountability partner? Now, I mentioned that within the mastermind. I've baked that in right into the Rising Tide mastermind. But it may not be a mastermind group. It might just be somebody in your company or a friend that you have that you can share some of your goals with. And you know each and every week you're going to have a meeting and you're going to report how well you did. I can tell you for a fact that I kept working on the right things that I should have been working on because I knew I had to report it to my mastermind group. If I didn't have a group that was looking for me to report the success of completing something, I probably would have put that high-level project down and start working on something that was more proximate. Somebody came into my office, asked me to help with something. Hey, I like that person. I want to be helpful. But in truth, if I would have kept working on that higher-level project, that would have helped them too. The fact that I had somebody keeping me at that high level, I politely told them that I was working on something right now. I was in a time block, as we just mentioned, but in two hours, I'd love to meet with them. Or can we schedule something later in the week? It didn't have to be a hard conversation, but the fact that I was being held accountable, I actually had that conversation. So here's what I want to ask everybody. Do you have somebody that's helping you stay accountable? I'm going to give you a great example. I used to swim, and I'm sorry to report to the Scaling Up Nation, I have not been in the pool swimming outside of scuba dive instruction for over three years. It just starts with one day. But before that, I was in the pool every weekday morning at 5 a.m. Folks, That is not something that I enjoy, getting up early, getting out of a warm bed, the alarms going off, of course, at 4.15 so I could get there in time. And I will tell you the only reason that I got out of bed most mornings was because of my friend Roy who was meeting me down at the pool and I didn't want to let him down. Folks, the power of an accountability partner is huge. And unfortunately, Roy moved. He was not able to meet me at the same pool, and I still kept it going for several months. But then as things got piled up in my life, I said no to swimming. And I only said no for one day, but I told you that one day turned into three years. I can't stress enough the power of having an accountability partner. 
Well, Nation, I started out this episode by saying this was going to be a different episode. We didn't talk a lot about water treatment technology in this, but I know for a fact because I've spoken to so many of you out there in the Scaling Up Nation that these are things that you have questions with. And I tell you, if you can start just using a few of these tools, it will make gigantic strides in your success. I wouldn't have even talked about these issues had I not received questions from the Scaling Up Nation. So once again, I'm going to ask you to keep sending those questions in. We're going to talk about whatever you have questions about, and you've got so many ways that you can send those questions to me. Probably the two easiest ways is you can go on our website, scalinguph2o.com, and you can go to our show ideas page and just type what your idea is. There's also a button that pops up on the left side of the screen whenever you come to our homepage, and you will be able to record a voicemail. You can ask your own question. You've heard me do that before. And I will play you asking your question and then we'll get it answered. Folks, thanks so much for doing that. By the way, if you know of somebody you want me to interview, let me know that too. So I hope this show was helpful. That the very least, I hope that you are thinking that if I'm not getting things done, it's not necessarily me. The problem is I might not know of a particular tool that can help me out. And folks, if I made that message clear, I think I did my job today. I can't wait to talk to you next week on Scaling Up H2O. 